All right, you ready? Yep. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of Reality Bites, your home for your favorite reaction channel. That's right, we are an audio reaction channel. We do reactions to any type of clips that you submit to us online. It could be memes, it could be quotes, it could be anything that we find on social media that you guys ask us to uh, react to and talk about. Bottles in the club while she looking at me. Thank you guys for submitting. Thank you guys for sending in things. This one actually is uh, one that's brought to you guys by my right hand man. Seem the dream. He decided to uh, go ahead and submit one of his own this time. So we're going to be talking about uh, none other than Hove himself. Jay gave us a little bit of a quote about <coughs> exposing um, the insecurities of people. We're going to go ahead and play that right now. Let's get it. What you looking at? Why you looking at me? You looking at me? And then you realize, oh, you, oh, you think I see you. You're in the space where you're hurting and you think I see you. So you don't want me to look at you. And you don't want you me to see, see you in pain. such a vulnerable. You don't want me to see your pain. You know, right. so you put on this shell of this tough person that's really willing to fight me and possibly kill me because I looked at you. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so yes. knowing that and understanding that changes life completely. What you looking at? Now. That's heavy for me. Likewise, yeah. For me, as a as an individual, is because I didn't realize. Now, my mentality for it wasn't the same. I just thought early years, spending my early years in Brooklyn, I thought that somebody staring at you too long was just disrespect, and that the idea of somebody looking at you, and even something as simple as a head nod, could be them inciting violence towards you. That's what I took it as. And I'd seen a lot of examples to show me this. Now, me reacting to somebody looking at me wasn't me having some sort of internalized feeling of whether it be hatred, self-loathing, things of that nature. It was fear because I saw when other people were looked at like this and certain types of gestures were done in their direction that it meant Action was about to take place. Violence was on the way. So that what you're looking at was me confirming like this is your this is me directly approaching you and wondering is violence about to take place or is it not about to take place? Now, me realizing that that was a. I'm not going to say a problem, but that was a problematic behavior. I didn't realize that till I left up north moving down south. I told you this before. My very first day in a school in Florida, mm-hmm. I'm being shown around the school. Um, you know, the the dean was pointing me out to the different places or whatever. You know, this is the cafeteria. This is the gym. This is this. And I remember coming across 
there was a student walking the opposite direction of the hallway down where I was walking. I'm walking one way. He's walking the other way. We lock mm-hmm. eyes. I notice he's not looking away. He nods his head and says, what's up? So I dropped my book bag. I faced him. and I said, what's up? He was literally greeting me. Now, mind you, Dean looks at me. Other students is looking at me like, yo, where the fuck is this dude from? That's really how they look like. They looked at me like, yo, he's a savage. What is wrong with you? But there's certain subtle things that are different. Like down south, that Mm -hmm. whole black man locks eyes with another black man, nod head, nod head. That's where where I was living. That was not the norm. That was not something (laughs) I ever experienced before. Usually when somebody locked eyes with you and nodded their head, violence was coming. So that's what I thought. He was literally him saying, what's up, was him announcing himself before trying to fight me. That's really what I thought it was. So, so crazy how hello could interpret hands. Yeah. But it depends on where you're from. Mm-hmm. That's like, I don't know. For me, I understood where Hove is coming from with that quote. Con- conceptually, like there are people that are walking around carrying darkness. There's people that are walking around mm-hmm. carrying trauma. Now, their reasonings might be different. But I do agree in that sense, if we're talking about carrying trauma, because that's what that is. That's trauma. Mm-hmm. That's what I was carrying. Mind you, as a child, this is an elementary school kid. I was walking around carrying trauma that if somebody looked me in the eye and said, what's up? That was an invite to violence. That's trauma. Yeah. Problematic, too. When you think about it. Yeah. That's why I brought it to that's why I brought it to the to the attention, because, you know, I was wondering how other, you know, other men, you know, especially other, you know, black men or people who grew up in urban areas feel about this because maybe i don't know if it's maybe a new york thing i don't know how west coast or the south or the midwest do but in new york yeah normally the eye contact thing for like you know past even a second like a, a second of eye contact outside of like you know genuinely keeping it moving can incite a problem can incite uh you know a, a issue because i i learned that i had to train myself out of that because i used to always in, in my mind at first i used to be wondering is people down here trying to align me because people, you know, show eye contact and respect and the head nods and stuff like that at home. It's not so much like that. If people don't, if you don't absolutely know that person, you kind of just kind of have the uh, the crocodile lens. Like, you now, kinda, there's a difference. I Another thing you know that, I'm saying? Uh, one thing that we got to make sure that we maintain, population density matters, bro. And the population, yes, Orlando has a lot of people. But yeah. the South density works different. <clears throat> People are still more person to person based down here, no matter how high the population is than Fact. it is in New York. Conceptually, when you're walking around in a place as dense as New York, you don't you don't expect people to see you. You don't expect people to notice you as an individual because so many people are walking like you're on the bus. There's so many people on the bus. Yeah. Why are you looking at me? Yeah, there's so well, many people walking past you on a day to day basis. Why are you looking at me? There's so many people on the block in your classroom. This, that, the third. Because yeah. you're so you're trained to get to where you're going. That's why they say like New Yorkers walk faster. Yeah. New Yorkers walk with a purpose. People like there's a difference in the way that you download your surroundings. So the idea of somebody locking eyes on you 
is alarming for for a multitude of reasons. Like I can see why. Why are you looking at me in particular? Yeah, I, there's that's eighty a, that's people a fair, on this bus. That's a fair thought. Correct. Eighty people on this bus. Why are your eyes locked on me? Correct. And now, mind you, that's not me saying that this is positive thought. This is more so where this stuff kind of comes from. Like what breeds the type of environment where you get the what are you looking at? Like where does mm-hmm. the what are you looking at come from? Because especially we've seen like uh, parties. That's mm-hmm. another scenario where it could be a we- especially West Coast parties, mm-hmm. East Coast parties, wherever you're at. I'm sure that happens in Texas where the oh, idea uh-huh. of locking eyes with another person at a party is like, yo, what are you looking at? What you what like? What do you want? It's fear. That's one thing Hove got right. That is that that is pain. That is fear. That is, and it's and it's due to a lot of different things. It could be due to your past history where people have looked at you like that before, where they committed violence against you. The history of your friends, you knew that. Oh, before they stuck up, you know, uh, a little Ron Ron from down the street. Mm-hmm. There was a person who kept staring at him on the bus. Da da da. da. They get off the bus. Yeah, that, they 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 rode on him. He yeah. was a mark. He was food. Uh, all of that comes from literally carrying your trauma around so heavy and carrying it around so prominently that it skews your vi- your your vision. Yeah, absolutely. Um, those trauma responses definitely can skew your vision and throw you off at, um, in the social, just socially as a as a as an adult. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, it's definitely not the best social skills to not. It's not polite to stare. I can agree with with that. Like they say, like it's okay to glare and stuff like that, but it's not polite to just straight, you know, grill somebody. You know what I'm saying? If if y'all done made eye contact, there's no head nod exchange or anything like that after like a two second type of thing. It becomes where some if somebody takes it disrespectful, they're not wrong because what are you looking at? They have well, the, they have also, the right to feel like that if you're not going to say hello. Or how you remind me of somebody and stuff like that. People be scared to... It's weird because some people be like, you know, rather they admire somebody. There's a lot of different reasons why people That's are... There's a lot it of could pe- be positive. Yeah, it could be positive. There's a lot of different things because I've, I've, I remember I took things the wrong way sometimes because, again, because trauma responses. So I've seen enough to where somebody staring at you normally mean that they try... It could mean that they're trying to do something to you. Trying yeah, to set they're trying you to up. rob you, trying it's, to set uh, you up or whatever. Uh, or they uh, could just... You know what's crazy? They could like your outfit. Huh? And that's that. That's what it, boom. That's what I was getting. At. I, I done had that happen enough to where like somebody has said, rather they like what I got on, they like the haircut, or you know I look like somebody that they know or something like that. And then I like okay, I, I take my tone down now or whatever. Yeah. There's been enough times where my a tone is just on alert, more so like no, they're not make they're not making me nervous. But at the same time, I'm ready for whatever the threat is just by the you know the long stairs. But sometimes it be. Boom, funny story. Me and my cousin, uh, I found out he was my cousin later on from who we related to and stuff like that. But he walked into my class, he walked into our classroom one day. I don't know, we like locked eyes and it was like smoke. Like, like it was like two, it was like when like Peter and the chicken seen each other. <laughs> like, like no cap. Like, you know what I'm saying? He know, he would laugh about this too, bro. We, it came to a point and it was going like that for like two, three days and stuff like that to where we had to just like, I forgot how it happened. I think we had a mutual friend, homegirl, something like that. And we got along. But that 
just from not even knowing each other, nothing like that, just from simply the trauma responses that men have or whatever from just eye contact. Yeah. Leads can lead to something, you know, barbaric or, 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 or bad. You feel me? Yeah. Um, like you said, or like Hove said, rather people be hurt sometimes or whatever. Not there's people that are dealing with, uh, dealing with things inside or insecurities, whatever the case may be. So they'll put on the mean mug to, to try to mask that and whatnot. But for people like us, I believe at least I know I get a kick out of it. Sometimes I, I truthfully, it does work my nerves when I like feel like I'm being like overly observed a little bit and stuff like that. Because again, things shouldn't happen or whatever. So it it can be alarming at times. But when I see the the mask, the mean mug and stuff like that, there's a piece of me subconsciously that chuckles, or I'll do. I might even do some funny shit and like laugh at you a, a little bit in your face. Like, like, because <laughs> that's, and that's, that's kind of, that's kind of arrogant. I'm sorry. I'm not, and I'm not arrogant, but if, if you're going to do something like, like allow me to see that, that I'm disturbing you by being my regular self, that shit's kind of funny to me. Cause we supposed to be men and human beings at the same time. No man is going to walk by me, past me or in my presence and make me feel like I need to put on a different act now. And, and no, that makes you know sense. What I'm saying, I think, um, the thing about quotes like this is it's easier to it's real easy to look at it as a, a ridiculous notion when you're no longer in that environment anymore. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like when you remove yourself from that environment, whether it be by moving, you know, moving to a better part of town, moving to a better environment, you know, a, a better city, a better state, a better whatever country, um, going to college you know, getting a job, going to the military, doing whatever to move to a a place where this is no longer a worry. Mm -hmm. Now you get to look back at the customs of, of, of old and look at that and be like, wow, it's crazy that, you know, people live like this or that they do this, or even given the advice of, you know, you shouldn't look at life this way, or you shouldn't judge things this way. But there's a reason why, People have developed that. And it's just like the concept of, of Tarzan or Georgia the Jungle or whichever version you you know uh you grew up watching. Or Mowgli. Or yeah, I'm from the, 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 the yeah. jungle book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um there's a lot of things that he would do if these were real characters that a person who grew up in a city or, or even a country area would look at it and be like, why would you need to do that? Or why would you even think that way? Because we just have different environments, but guess what? In his environment, if you don't move like that, you might die. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. It's easy to say that, Oh, you're overreacting. But if that person tells you that the last two to three people that they knew that died before they died, somebody looked at them the way that you just looked at them. You don't you don't get to tell them that they can't use that as a barometric anymore. I agree with that. Like I'd rather be I'd rather be wrong and alive than to be right and risk it and die. Yep. It's putting you it's it's smart cuz I mean damn if somebody puts you in like a a situation where you're in a small boat and it's uh a, a gator filled uh, swamp that you're in and it's like literally visible and you just sitting here just naive and nonchalant 
actively looking around and you're looking in your phone or like just not paying attention for an extended period of time, that might not end. That might not end out so well for you. Yeah. And that's really what it's like being in certain types of neighborhoods, certain types of environments, you know, not just in the U.S., but there are places there. There are different countries where if you don't understand jungle rules, if you don't understand what it's like when people are hungry, you will not that like what Hove said applies to higher society. What Hove said applies to the uh, the boondocks. It it applies. Ah. It doesn't apply in the hood, bro. It doesn't mm. apply in the trenches. That shit don't apply in the third world country. Well, that shit don't apply. Like you, I don't get to that. Like it, it, it may be there may be some truth in it in the idea of this person being like what you're looking at. They might feel oh downtrodden or they feel whatever. But guess what? It's still the best bet. You got to keep your head. To ensure your survival. You got to keep your head on a swivel. That that is them keeping their head on a swivel. That's fine because we, like I said, we both say we come from the environment where you got, uh, you know, you got to keep your head on a swivel, but you could manage to do that without staring. I I know you probably. Well, no, no, no. You're you're, you're getting it backwards. uh Remember that we're talking about the person who's being stared at. Oh, the no, the person who's being stared at, you absolutely in the doing the right thing because. Okay. That's who he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, making those aspersions that this person who's being stared at, oh, well, this might be, you know, them having them having insecurities, them this, them that. This is why they react the way that they do. Mm. It's not that he's wrong. It's not that there's no people in the world that fit that premise. There are people that fit that premise. Mm. But there's a ton that don't. And there's a ton of people that all they're making sure of is that you're not trying to do nothing crazy and end their life right now. And guess what? That's it's better. Fair. It's better that he checks that out. Then not, because if he don't, is it like is it worth it? I mean, is it worth the risk? Yeah, when you when you're talking about it in that you know capacity, rather right? the black or the the the, the cartel or the just moving through the, the the jungle, the people who have to live like that, that I understand because you you do 100 percent need to keep your head on a swivel or it could go bad for you, and it and it got worse over time. They doing knockout challenges and shit. Yeah, man. <sighs> but that was a good one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is I wonder how other, you know, men feel about what what Hove had to say or whatever at the end of the day cuz you know, I I think it I think it could it could apply to everybody, but I mean, you made it make sense as to why it may not apply to the hood or the third world country living people like that. Yeah, I mean, and, and know, it's it could be the hood, it could be I, I third world countries, any, it could be big cities. I think cities. it could apply to any man or or, or woman. Like, I don't want to exclude the ladies and stuff. It could, but. but here's the problem with that. To me, that's only one <clears throat> possible outlook. Like, what he said was perfectly correct as far as, like, there are people that live that way. Yeah. But I don't think that is a sweeping reason as far as, like, behind that phenomenon, the what you're looking at phenomenon. There's plenty of other reasons for people to be on edge like that. There's people that are literally just on edge because where they are is just that dangerous. Now that's that's true, but you know, just to not minimize the one part, just he does say, but you now you transform your face. That's the thing, though, as far as like the the mean mug per se. Yeah, you could keep your keeping your head on a swivel is perfectly fine. That but, mean mug is but part. If, of, but no, if no, you, no, 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 we we. That mean mug is called a scarecrow tactic. A scarecrow tactic it, is anything it's it's is defined as anything that you do to make yourself more imposing in order to avoid conflict or protect yourself from your surrounding environment. So 
when you stand in a certain way, like you pose in a certain way to be more imposing, when you have that mean mug on your face, when you do certain things, those are usually attributes that you take on from being in an environment where you are consistently in danger. Yeah, now that's true. That's just in nature. So I won't I won't argue with nature and just simple stuff like that. That's real. Like and and you know, this isn't me trying to nitpick Hove. At the end of the day, I'm I'm a J fan, but I also understand that certain things that he says are gonna apply from his perspective now. And remember, he said this is something that he looks at later on in life. Yeah. It, but of course that's gonna hit you when you're a millionaire, when you got X amount of security when you got x amount of, your your perspective is going to be a little different you're going to be looking at things from a different angle than somebody who's still relatively yeah. close to where they came from yeah like i'm removed but i still remember closer than somebody who's 50 going on 60 absolutely yeah and i think yeah he was just aiming at the 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 people that 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 fit that fit that mold though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's you know a, there saying? is a specific archetype that's that fits what he's talking about. To me, that's just not that many people. You I think just don't believe that that's more the, of a oh. that's more of a minority in the in the hood or or maybe just in general is what I you're think. Saying. Yeah, I think that that's a more that's more of a minority in the grand scheme of things. Because in the grand scheme of things, if you live in that type of environment, you have to be that way no matter what. Even if you're the most well-adjusted person who you're not like you're not you mm-hmm. actually love your neighborhood. You love where you at. You love this and that. But you're still going to have those rough edges around you because of the fact that you're consistently aware of just the dangers that you face. So you're still going to move in those ways. At that point, you can't say that that person feels that way. And there's a lot of those people. Yeah. There's a lot of those people. Envi- environments are everything. But, you know, you see that, you see that stuff in the bar, out, and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. I could see why that statement could be made, you know, going out somewhere and somebody look at you. When you're on the block and you're in, those neighborhood, in the neighborhoods or jungle, wherever you're at, very different than being out socially. Like if we, if you go somewhere to a um, like a downtown area like, and you catch a drink or whatever. Yeah, I know those, what you mean. Yeah, like those, those people. That that's who I feel like the mold was more so for. Like in in those scenarios, like boom, you go at the fuck, you go to a restaurant, and uh, you know what I'm saying somebody at a whole nother table, y'all catch eyes and now they snicker at you. That type of shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just feel like he was. Talking about those people who are like, you know, but now that's the mold, even in that case, even in that case, uh, minus the snicker, of course. But yeah. let's say you catch eyes with somebody, you're out drinking. People forget that even in those situations, that might not even be somebody who hates their life or looks down on themselves or whatever. When certain people, when they are outside, that goes back to anxiety again. That goes back to environment again. If I'm in a place where there's a lot of people drinking, I'm at a place where there's a lot of people kind of maneuvering hecticness or whatever. I want to know what you're looking at. I want to know is is what what just occurred. Is this a threat? That's that's fair. That that part is fair. But when it's the person that's staring, like was already looking at you, and now you done you're looking at them now, and y'all make eye contact. If it's anything outside of a, you know, boom like that, then yeah, it's a now it's a it could be an issue. It, you could be posing a threat. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. All yeah. I'm saying is that I feel like it's a limited perspective. That's it. It is. I, now that part we agree on for sure. It's 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 skewed and it's really only to a certain archetype that that fit that mold. Yeah. 
But uh, yet again, I go by the name of Reggie Days, man. This has been another episode of Reality Bites. Today I'm joined by my right-hand man. Shame the dream. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing, following, everything that you've done to continue helping this podcast stay afloat. We definitely love you guys. We do this for you. Stay tapped in. And yet again, watch. Yeah. Uh. Should I do for a living, nigga? Should I eat for a living, nigga? Should I live for a living, nigga? Watch. Thanks again. Later days. Things just ain't the same for gangsters But I'm a little too famous to shoot these pranksters Holding these rap singers, claiming they bangers Doing all sorts of twisted shit with they fingers Disrespecting the game, no home training the manners I was doing this shit when you was shitting pampers I was moving them grams for you Knew what a hand that hand was Ducking the vans, radars, and scanners For you knew what hard white the team was I was hitting the turnpike, I ate with the bammers I was nice with my hands, cause I ate with them hammers I was pricking my finger for you knew what a fan was I had it laid out for you knew what the plan was 300 mil later now you understand us you ain't see us coming to vegas you ever seen so much sham bust in one night grand fucked up one fight i was on a peter pan bus you was putting peter pan up in your room y'all fucking with home allow me to be taught Cowards is just now learning the shit that we taught. You niggas ain't know about a robbery port, about a high speed Porsche, i.e., you niggas ain't know how to floss. Do I came through the door like Eric B for press? Respect me in this bitch. You can't disrespect us cause you got a little check cut. You was sucking for so long, fucking your little neck up. Now you're too big for your britches. You got a few little bitches. You think you have, but you just ridiculous. I blew breath for you bitches. I gave life to the game. It's only right I got the right to be king. Niggas that got life really like what I sing. Cause they know it's really like niggas feel my pain Know the shit I don't write Be the illest shit that's ever been recited in the game Word to the hyphen in my name J-A-Y Dash Hoffa The past, present, nigga, the future Proper The holy trinity and hip-hop is us We give Dre his props But that's where it stops It's the rock I know you got your eyes on me Top of the game, still dropping flames, still cocking aim, still at the top, had the rock for the fame over setbacks. It's been a lot since I came. You seen it all, how I got, how I gained the momentum when it dropped, how I got through the pain. When I rolled a shot, they watched me reclaim the streets, they made a special spot for my name. Straight, haters wanna stop to my reign, but the music lives in me every drop in my veins. The pride and the pain, all the way back from the rise of my name. See the world clear through the eyes of the main, see the world cheer for the rhymes that I gave, when the beat bangs it'll drive them insane, the eyes that I played, the best to emerge in the game is the watcher, the watcher, the watcher.